Hello and welcome to BDO South Africa's Sector Podcast, Frankly Speaking. My name is Limu Dedi, Sector Communication Specialist and your host for this podcast series. Our aim for this podcast is to deliver short, informative insights covering financial services, technology, natural resources, real estate and construction, media and telecoms, public sector, consumer goods, and the mid-market. Don't forget to subscribe to our Frankly Speaking podcast series and stay informed. Just visit bdo.co.za to subscribe. The field of telematics has grown from strength to strength, steadily becoming an essential part of various other industries. Discussing this further with me today is Carl Bosma, Director within BDO's IT and TMT sector. Fabulous. Carl, thank you so much for joining us today. Hey there, Pam. Thanks. Yeah, no worries at all, man. Great. So getting right into it, tell me, what is telematics? Okay, well, first of all, I mean, just, just think about the word itself. I mean, telematics is a combination of two words. So the, the tele part comes from telecommunications and matics comes from informatics. Now, telematics was originally developed for the transport industry. And generally, when we think about it, we think about its use in trucks. So now, just think about all the logistics companies out there. And the owners of those, of those trucks want to make sure that their drivers aren't speeding, they aren't braking heavily or stopping off to visit family along the way, that kind of thing. Right. And telematics is the technology that makes that possible. Um, and actually, when you think about it, telematics is also what we use um, in trackers when, when we try to help recover stolen vehicles. So if you think about just a few years ago when when all those GPS devices came onto the market. I mean, remember there were the Garmin's and the TomToms and those things. Yeah. So we used those in our cars to track where we were going and how to get there and avoid traffic jams and that kind of stuff. And you might even remember that they used to calculate how fast we were going. And, and they did that by monitoring our, our position over uh, a distance that we were traveling. Now, all that information that, that's been gathered by those devices, telematics is simply the combination of technology to send that kind of information about us or the truck or the location or the speed or whatever it is from those, those big trucks that are normally used in logistics back to head office. The other thing to think about is that when we make technological improvements, I mean, that was back when all the GPS stuff came out. Nowadays, we've got things like ABS sensors, and we've got cameras in trucks, and there's weight sensors and fuel sensors and, and all sorts of things. Um, so really, apart from the actual driving, all of that stuff can be sent back to the head office to make sure that um, mm. all the maintenance on the trucks takes place at the right time. So it's not just for monitoring uh, the, the way that the, the delivery is going, but also how the trucks are being used. Okay, so, so how accurate would you say, or evolved would you say this technology is when the information now leaves the trucks and gets to head office? How reliable is it? It's very, very reliable. And, you know, as our systems are getting smarter and smarter, there's very, very little that we can't measure using sensors. And it, it's almost like everything else at the moment. It's, it's all about data. If you can think of any kind of data that you'd like about a truck and its trailer, 
that can be sent back to head office. I mean, think about things like um, the time the truck was started or who's driving it or how long they've, they've driven it without taking a break. Um, maybe what the tire pressures are or how heavy the cargo is. Um, we're even getting to the stage now where you can scan packages into or out of the, the, the trailer parts of it. Um, I mean, it just it goes on and on. There are even sensors that are being installed now that'll track the driver's eye movement to tell if they're getting tired and they need to take oh, a break. Geez. Now, the thing that you need to, to think about over here is just imagine all of this information just from one truck going back to head office for a logistics company. Now imagine that that logistics company has a fleet of a thousand trucks. I mean, you would have to hire a team of people just to monitor all of that data coming in. Yeah. And that's, that's where we're seeing all the really exciting stuff. Um, of course, they're making use of AI. So obviously artificial intelligence. Mm. So what, what we're seeing there is the development of machine learning and that's monitoring all this data. And then, then we can do a couple of things with this. I mean, we can, we can raise an alert at head office to say, hey, you know what, there's a problem with the track. We could send a, a message to the driver. Or in fact, we can even control the truck itself. So, so for example, I mean, if you can imagine there was a truck that was overheating somewhere, your AI could pick that up. It could send a message to the driver and say, hey, you know what, there's a problem here, pull over and deal with it. And if the driver ignores the message, you could literally put the truck into, like, um, you know, all that modern cars have got what they call limp mode, reduce its power and force the guys to pull over and that way kind of prevents any kind of damage to the truck. I mean, this kind of stuff is just so exciting. Okay, so I mean, this is just some of the emerging technology now that you've mentioned. Is there anything else in technology that's kind of helping shape the, the field or the future of telematics? Um, well, the, the past year or so, I mean, we, we've seen what I think are two really, really big changes. And the first one is probably the most obvious one. And that's around the like the smaller package delivery kind of businesses. If you think about your take lots and the, the supermarkets that have they've just had to change the way that they yeah. get their products to the customers. Yeah. So um, what we're seeing is that these telematics are either being installed into the vehicles themselves, so into the big fancy trucks, but even in the smaller vehicles, like your, I don't know, your your pick and pay vans or whatever it is, it's being installed as apps on the driver's cell phones. Now those uh, stores or restaurants can then obviously track what's being delivered, you know, to where and at what time and all the rest of it. And I mean, it, it goes down to, if you think about your groceries, sometimes they even track things like the temperature that your, your groceries are being kept at. Now, this is where things start getting, getting even better, is you need to remember that the, the delivery part is really only a small part of this whole chain. So invariably, there's a customer order that needs to be tracked, and that customer will only be billed when they finally get their whatever it is they've ordered their goods. Now, yeah. if, if you think of any of the supermarkets, sometimes you go and you place your order, and they don't fill the whole order. So for example, I don't know, it's you don't get the milk that you've already ordered, but they, they supply everything else. When that happens, you don't actually get billed for the milk. The amount that comes off your credit card is the, the lower amount. So right. all of that stuff needs to be tracked. Now, in addition to it being tracked for me as the customer, 
um, the physical delivery of that product often takes place by a third party. I mean, the, the truck that comes around here might not be owned by the supermarkets or whoever it is, it's a, it's a third party delivery company. So they also need to be paid by the supermarkets or the restaurants or whoever it is they're, they're delivering on behalf of. So now you've got all these multiple systems that are sitting at the shops, in the vehicles themselves, at the delivery company, um, and all of them need to, to speak to each other to make sure that as the products are being moved through the process, everything's being tracked to make sure that all the right databases are updated, all the transactions are recorded, all the right people are paid when they're supposed to be. So, so that's the one that's, that's had a really, really big impact in the past year or so. And the other one that's gotten a lot of attention has been the um, insurance industry for cars. So I'm sure you must have seen these adverts. I mean, they're, they're out all the time. And basically they say that yeah. if you drive better, then you'll pay less for your insurance. Now, really what's happening here is the insurance companies are using telematics to check out how often you drive your car, how far, how fast you go, um, yeah. all that kind of thing. And I suppose possibly even more important than that are all the crash alerts. So, I mean, they can automatically detect if you've had an, an accident and send an ambulance directly to the scene. Now, the, these are the obvious examples, but I mean, just think about the amount of profiling that those insurance companies can do about a person and their driving habits. Um, I mean, we're even seeing changes in the terminology that the insurance industry is using. I mean, there's, there's terms like user-based insurance and pay as you drive and even pay how you drive. Yeah. So I think those are probably the two biggest areas of change that, that I've seen, like I said, in the past year or so, that will have a big impact going forward. Okay, and, and I mean, I want to stick on the, on the kind of insurance profiling um, angle. Yes. Is, is policy kind of keeping up? I mean, is, is our, you know, ombudsman kind of on board and, um, you know, all the, all the, the leaders, kind of okay with insurance companies using this sort of information to kind of um, decide whether somebody's worthy of their insurance or not, or somebody qualifies or... <laughs> We're quite lucky in South Africa, I think, because I mean, we've actually got a really good ombudsman. Uh, they're, they're, they're pretty efficient. Um, and certainly the big industry, uh, well, the big players in the industry are all climbing on board. You, you're, you're seeing it from all of them. So, so there's definitely an acceptance of the market of this as a, a way to, to approach and, and understand their customers better. I think that us as the, the customers are, are accepting of it. I think we all appreciate the fact that if we behave ourselves and, and drive like we we're supposed to, there's going to be yeah. some kind of saving for us. Um, but having said that, I mean, like, like most things in, in South Africa, we are generally a little bit behind the rest of the world. Yes, uh, of course, we are lagging, but it does also give us time to check out how some of the, the more first world countries have implemented this, pick up where some of the, uh, the shortcomings are, and it means that when we roll it out, it actually works quite well. Okay. Cool. And, and um, you mentioned earlier about, um, you know, the, the technology that telematics gives us is, is basically the power to control a vehicle remotely um and and obviously there's a, a cyber risk to this 
<laughs> what other risks do you think fleet managers have to kind of deal with on a daily on a daily basis? Exactly. I think you're absolutely right. It's, it's probably one of the biggest risks out there. And I mean, earlier I spoke about all the, the different types of, of data that's being sent back to head office for monitoring using AI or if there's some kind of metrics. But we've just, and I'm going to say we, us as a society, you and me, we, we just kind of assume that that data is going to be available and that it's, it's, it's going to work and it's going to do what it should do. Yeah. But that, that stuff's actually really sensitive. I mean, just think for a second, before we even get to any of the cyber risk, just imagine if the information, the data simply stopped being sent for whatever reason it was. Fleet managers wouldn't be able to track their loads. Um, all the planning would stop. Um, think about the next step in, in the logistics train. So, I mean, if you had a truck that was going to go and offload its cargo onto a ship, um, suddenly the ship doesn't know when the cargo is going to arrive. Um, basically, everything would just, it, it wouldn't stop, but it would just really, really slow everything right down. And, and yeah, I, I think what I'm trying to point out over here is it's just, it is absolutely critical to just the basics of supply chain management. Now, that's just if the data wasn't there. Now, you just, you, you mentioned cyber a little while ago. Now, just imagine if hijackers could intercept the data that's being sent by a truck that had just picked up a whole bunch of expensive equipment somewhere and that mm. it had just been loaded and it sent that off to its head office. I mean, your hijackers could literally then track the truck using GPS, hijack it at a spot where there's nobody else around or at a spot that they, I mean, they know the route it's going to take. Yeah. Um, and in fact, I suppose if they were really, really clever, they might even be able to send fake telematics to head office so that the event wouldn't even be detected. Now, let's take it one step further. If a hacker can access the sensors or the telematics on a truck, and those devices communicate with the head office systems, that increases the risk that a hacker could access the head office systems via the telematics if they're not properly protected. I mean, that's the kind of thing that can compromise the entire company. Now, at the moment, um, I've, I've been talking about trucks and, and, and the big logistics things, but mm. let, let's just make it a little bit more personal now. I mean, consider if a hacker could hack into your car, they would know when you're not at home. They could follow your normal routines. I mean, that could just make you extremely vulnerable. And, and that, it, it kind of leads on to another thing I just wanted to mention is that, although not as exciting, it, it's really important. Remember that we've got Poppy that's going to be enforced from the 1st of July this year. Now, that is something else that all these fleet managers are going to have to make sure that they are securing and managing and, and, and making sure that all that data is properly protected. Um, we're also going to be in breach of our, our poppy legislation. So, so there's quite a lot of different angles from, from risks that these guys are actually facing. Okay, I mean, that's pretty hectic. How do they, how do they mitigate these risks? Well, I guess the first thing that they should be doing is just properly training and educating their drivers on 
what the telematics do and, and, and what they're used for and, and, and why they're so important. I mean, I think there's, there's generally a perception in the market that the telematics are there as a, a micromanagement type tool. You know, it's there to check out the drivers and make sure they're not misbehaving. And, and the truth is that's, that's really not the case. They're an integral part of making this business work. So, so yeah, get the education right is, is the starting point. And then there are various telematics providers out there. And if, if any of the fleet managers are looking to install this kind of a thing, first of all, make sure that the, uh, the telematics providers have got built-in security in the actual devices themselves. So once you've got the, the device secure and that, that, that's got its own security, you need to make sure that the communications between the device and the head office are secure as well. And I'm sure you've seen on your, your WhatsApp, there's um, something called end-to-end -end encryption. Um, you can apply yeah. the same kind of encryption um, on that communication between the telematics devices and the um, and head office. And then the last thing that you need to think about, well, at least in terms of the actual devices, is just how they're updated. So if you think of our laptops and our iPhones and those kind of things, and you know, every now and then we've got to do our updates, the, the tel telematics devices, they're exactly the same. Um, and they also need various updates. So you need to do something to make sure that those updates are actually real and they're not malicious updates. And you can use something called a digital signature to make mm. sure that the updates are actually the, um, yeah, the, the, the real McCoy. And then I, I suppose from a a wider business perspective, rather than thinking just about the actual devices themselves, um, logistics companies, and, and they, in fact, all companies, need to have a proper business continuity plan in place. And I'm not talking about some kind of a document that sits in the bottom of the drawer. I'm talking about something practical that takes into account how a business will respond to properly thought out real business risks. And that's been properly communicated to everyone who knows what to do in the event of some kind of a disaster. And then and then the last thing, um, and again, you, you kind of touched on it, was um, cyber security. I mean, the, the, the fleet managers need to take control of cyber security themselves. They need to make sure that they're properly considered and, and implemented their own cyber security. And then they go calling the IT experts and, and do penetration tests and identify vulnerabilities in the system. Um, I, I personally find that far too often that, that happens as a one-off exercise. Um, and the truth is, is that the criminals out there are always trying to get better at accessing our systems and, and we need to do our bit to keep them out. So, so the fleet managers need to make sure that they regularly check out their systems, make sure they're updated and that any vulnerabilities have actually been patched and, and yeah, you're keeping the bad guys out. Right, of course. Um, so lastly, to wrap up, can you, can you tell us what um, you think the future holds for the industry um, as a whole, the, the telematics industry? So I, I can only see telematics expanding further and further into the logistics industry to measure more and more metrics and, and to make the process even more transparent and more reliable. Right. Um, and I mean, this, the same goes for our personal transport as well. I mean, I guess we're just gonna apply smarter and smarter AI to analyze all this data and get more and more value out of it. 
until we reach a point at, at which the entire process is is autonomous. I mean, we've we've already got self-driving cars that, that are functional. I mean, they're working. And now it's just a matter of, of getting the, the confidence to let them operate. And and I can't see why we shouldn't expect the same for, for telematics in the in the bigger logistics industry. Mm. Yeah. All right. So Carl, this has been incredibly um, insightful. Thank you so much for your time today. Absolute pleasure, Lee. Thanks for taking the time to call. Awesome.